Very good morning to you and welcome to Thursday's show. And there is a photograph on the front of one of the papers of 22-year-old Ashling Murphy uh, looking out at us in much happier times, uh, all dressed up and ready to go out. Uh, she was a student at Mary Immaculate College here in Limerick. Uh, she and her family very well known in traditional music circles around the country. And uh, she died yesterday in the most appalling attack in Tulsa that has genuinely shocked everyone in that area, of course, all her family and friends deeply traumatised and right around the country uh, where uh, she is known and where she isn't known. And obviously uh, she had strong links to Limerick as well. And uh, for the Irish son, Stephen Breen, their crime editor, is reporting on uh, this horror and uh, he is with me now. Good morning to you, Stephen. What do we know, Stephen? Yeah, well, Joe, this is... Definitely, without question, one of the most shocking cases I've ever covered in my career as a journalist. Um, news came through last night, initially from the Garda Press Office, that there had been a very uh, vicious assault uh, in Tullamore along the uh, Bolands Lock and Digby Bridge area of the village. It's a very popular area for walkers and for runners. And then that press release by the Garda Press Office was quickly followed up by another re- release which suggested that and which indicated that uh, the, the victim of this assault had, had sadly uh, passed away and that the guards were now treating the investigation as, as a murder inquiry. Um, the victim has been named locally as Ashley Murphy. Uh, she's a local teacher, uh, very popular in the area, well-known, uh, was simply out for a jog uh, just around 4pm yesterday evening and was attacked by a stranger in a completely random and unprovoked attack. Mm. Uh, we're hearing some reports that there was an effort by uh, at least two other people uh, to disrupt this attack because, as you say, it was still daylight. Yeah, it was daylight and there were people around uh, at the time of this incident. There were people out walking and people out running as well. So there were uh, a number of individuals who witnessed uh, this person attack Ashley in this completely random attack and they, they tried to intervene. But because of the violent nature of the, the attack and, and because of the brutality of it, uh, unfortunately, you know, they were able to get the, the individual away. But by that stage, you know, the, the injuries that he had inflicted uh, on Ashley were, were so severe that she sadly uh, lost her life and she was pronounced dead at the scene. So it really is a horrific incident for the, the whole uh, town of, of Tullamore, for uh, her family, for her friends and for the, the local school where she was a teacher. And, and the, the guards now have a suspect in, in custody and he's currently still being questioned. Mm. I mean, this is the ultimate nightmare for every woman, really, isn't it? Well, I, I just beggars belief that this this can still happen. It was only you know last week that we, we were writing about the anniversary of Mariara Rostas, who was abducted in broad daylight in Dublin 14 years ago, and here we are talking about a, a young woman who had her whole life in front of her, just doing a, a normal everyday thing that any anyone should do, and. You know, she should be able to go out and, and, and go for a run and, you know, and her family should uh, feel safe in the fact that she was going for a run and she's going to come home again. But on this occasion, she did go for a run like anyone does. But it shows you that there are still individuals out there who are willing to, to perpetrate this type of horrific violence against um, a, a young woman who really didn't stand a chance. Mm. And, you know, it is wintertime, obviously, and it seems clear that she decided to go for her jog straight after work, probably conscious mm-hmm. of the fact that it was still daylight at four in the afternoon. And, you know, she would reasonably have assumed that she was entirely safe. 
Of course, I mean, nothing of this nature has, has happened in, in County Offaly, um, as I'm aware of. And I, I don't recall any other incidents where I've written about, you know, a young woman who's gone for a run doing an everyday thing that all of us do, you know, trying to keep fit, you know, just a normal, natural um, effort that she, she was trying to do. And, and yet she, someone goes out for a jog and, and someone is waiting there and attacks her for uh, no reason whatsoever, just a, a brutal act of violence. And it really is shocking, and I'm sure you know everyone's thoughts will be with the family at such a difficult time. And the fact that she was doing something normal and ended up losing her life through that activity—it's just horrendous. Yeah, um, you know, is there anything to be said about the wider debate about the safety of women and violence against them? I think it's something that, that every so often uh, this debate uh, uh, comes to fruition again. We saw the commentary last night on, on social media and women should feel safe no matter where they are and no matter what time it's at, whether if they're out with their friends in the evening time. But, you know, there are still men out there who are willing to, you know, commit such horrific acts of violence uh, against um, women. And we see the Justice Minister as well uh, raising her concerns about it last night. But I, I just think, you know, we, we need to be all aware that this thing is happening and, you know, people need to stand up and be counted and, and, and just highlight the fact that, that this is happening in our society and, and hopefully the government can take note of it as well and do something about it. Mm. We're talking to Stephen Breen, a crime editor of The Irish Sun. Now, the Guardi moved swiftly, didn't they, on this yesterday, Stephen? Oh, they did. Yes, they, they did. They, they, he was arrested um, almost immediately. It's a, an individual, we, we believe, who was living locally in the town and living with a relative. And um, so the Guardi will now try and establish if he's someone who had a history of violence against women, even had a, had a history of violence, you know, and what sort of motivated him to, to commit this act. Because Ashley and this individual weren't known to each other. He was complete stranger. So at the moment, the Guardi are treating it as um, a random attack. And like, following his arrest yesterday, uh, the, the guards have 24 hours to, to either release or, or charge him. So I, I don't know if this individual had uh, availed of any sleeping time last night when he was being questioned. So we'll know later on today if he's going to be charged or not. Okay. Um, and finally, I mean, you were saying, Stephen, that you know, you've been reporting on crime around the country for a very long time. But are you saying you've never mm-hmm. come across something quite like this before? No, I've never come across. Um, obviously, we, we had the case a number of years ago. Justine Valdez was abducted uh, in broad daylight, and she was murdered as well. But this this, this is different. This is just a, a young woman who's out for a run. I mean, I've never heard of anyone going about their daily business and just being targeted in, in, in this manner. It, it's just horrendous. And like anyone could, like my mother could go for a walk. Anybody's sister cousin, whatever, any young woman could go for a walk, which they're entitled to. And this, it wasn't even dark when this incident happened. So, and yet, you know, every time someone, a female or a woman, goes for a walk now, they're not going to feel safe when they know there are people out there who've committed such terrible acts as this. And I certainly haven't come across anything like it before. Okay, well, I know you'll be continuing your reporting uh, on the sun.ie and the Irish Sun on uh, this, and we'll be talking more about it uh, throughout the show. And it really has shocked um, listeners here and all over the country, and for very understandable uh, reasons. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. That is Crime Editor of the Irish Sun, uh, Stephen Breen. Just looking at the front page of the Irish Independent, and they have a very stark and heartbreaking photograph of a hearse. 
taking uh, the coffin away in Tullamore of uh, that young teacher, uh, just 22, and she, um, as Gillian was mentioning there, uh, had studied at Mary Immaculate College. She was um, local. Um, she and the family well-known in traditional music circles uh, as well. Um, and uh, Anne-Marie is uh, with me, and uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Um, now, you worked in Tullamore I for did, a while, yeah, for you? a few years um, in Midlands Radio up there. Um, and I heard that story yesterday and I did a bit of a double take because I thought the C- Canal Banks in Tullamore at four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and of course, automatically you look then to see what on earth is this about? But, you know, to see that kind of a an incident or a crime, um, Tullamore is very like parts of County Limerick. Um, and there's one thing that Limerick and Tullamore have in common. Lovely, lovely people in the area. And when the chips are down in Limerick and things go wrong and a family is suffering like this, we've seen it here. Limerick has a great community and rallies around a person. Tullamore is the exact same. The whole community, I would say, is stunned. I have friends up there that I've made over the years and kept in touch with and visit. I visit the area twice a year, I would say. And they will be absolutely stunned at this. You know, you go into a a pub in Tullamore and you see the same faces in the same places of the pub when you go in. That's what it was like when I was there. And I know the town has grown a lot over the years and there's different roadways there built and and houses over the years. But you go into the local pubs there and you will see the same faces and everyone knows everyone. It's a bit like County Limerick. You go into a local pub in County Limerick and you'll see the same people sitting in the same places and they will be talking about what happened in Tullamore. And they will be absolutely sickened and doing whatever they can for this family. Because it is horrendous to think that a young woman who studied here in Limerick is teaching up there and minds her own business and does a bit of exercise in the afternoon in an area where there would be lots of people coming and going. It is an area, it's the last spot you would think something like this would happen. So that's why I think, first of all, people would be stunned. And secondly, they will rally around that family. Um, and after that, I really don't know what to say. I know, I know. I mean, the Irish Daily Mail have a photograph of uh, Ashling Murphy um, uh, dressed up going on a night out or whatever it was. Um, and, and just to contrast that with the photograph in the Irish Independent of um, uh, uh, this woman's remains in a coffin. Yeah. Uh, having just run down a stretch of canal. Yeah. At four in the afternoon. And obviously, you know, understandably enough, being sensible, probably thought when I'm finished work, still bright, sure, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go for the but, run. But uh, like all people do that the whole time, yeah. everywhere, across the country. Yeah. We all do that. that. That's part of your life, your routine. It is, it is, it is just, inconce- it's, it's inconceivable. You just, it, and it's quite shocking. And as you said, to see those two pictures on the papers this morning, and again, as I say, known people in the area, known families there, um, this is going to make a mark on that community. Um, and I'd say we'll see more about it in the coming days. And you wonder, I mean, they mentioned that, uh, I think I heard in a report somewhere that a, a couple of people who were in the area did what they could to, I think the way it was put, disrupt the attack on Ashling. Yeah. I, I mean, the absolute shock. The trauma of that tra- on those people alone. You know, and, and probably feeling as much as they did that 
they couldn't do enough, obviously. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just, I, I, it's difficult to get your head around how those people feel as well. If you were walking along an incident like that and then you find out that this woman has died and it's just, it's really a really difficult and a horrible story this morning. And one other thing, Emery, I mean, the wider commentary that I saw last night on social media, um, I think um, uh, one person I think from Limerick was making the point um, you know, do not call this violence against women. This is male violence. And the whole point around the safety and security of women and uh, their ability to get on with their lives unharmed. What do I think of it? Well, mm. it, it is violence, full stop. It's, you know, like young lads have been attacked the very same way, you know, we've seen incidents bottle over the head left in a wheelchair for the rest of their life or left in a hospital. You know, these random, awful crimes have happened across the country, not too often. Um, uh, so, you know, it is a violent crime, full stop. Yeah, yeah. Your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.